the new 25 is what, 40? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Welcome to your 25th yeah. year, Matt. Yep. Thank you. Good to be here. Anyways, I think mindset is huge. I do too. And this whole age milestones really rubs me the wrong way. Probably because I just turned 40. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Good job, you hit the button. You know I'm going to bring up what just happened. No, you're not. <laughs> are all the lights lit up? The lights that need to be lit up are lit up. Good job. Thank you. I am going to talk about what just happened. Why? Welcome to our show this week. Matt just goes, hold on, don't hit record. <laughs> and then he let out a huge fart. There's a ripped one. <laughs> and then said I could hit record. Yeah, you're welcome for saving you and sparing you. Not hearing that. <laughs> okay, before we dive into this week's episode, we have something we need to share with you. What is it, Matt? What is it? You are our, in, you know. I know, I do, I do. <laughs> it's our little nomies. Our little nomies. You may remember the little dudes. We've decided to officially call them our little nomies because I want to be rolling with my nomie. Yeah, we we always <laughs> want to roll with our nomie. <laughs> so I think that's a, I think that's a smart move that we changed the name there. I think so, too. I mean, they are gnomes. Yes. So if you are new here and do not know what we are talking about, go to theboldlogic.com forward slash gnome. How do you spell gnome? G-N-O-M-E. Killed it. (laughs) I was mouthing it with her. I do not like spelling out loud. Like giving her the hint. <laughs> See, I love spelling out loud. I, I love the spelling bee. That is so cool, Matt. Yeah. Okay. I totally rocked it. <laughs> so little gnomes, little gnomies, is a tradition that actually started in Steve's family. Steve's not here to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it with him next week. Will everybody please message Steve and tell him, please be here to record. We need you to be here present with us to record. Send him millions of messages. He will love it. <laughs> it was. It will he make, actually would love it. <laughs> it will make his day and brighten his day. Please just bombard his his DMs with. But to be fair, <laughs> when we committed to starting the podcast again, yeah, you said we were going to do it once a month. No, I committed you to to recording once a month. Oh, and I just can't handle it. If and I, if Matt I know, just wants to be in on it. He can't handle knowing that I'm going to record by myself. Yeah, if she's going down to the recording studio, I'm like, nope, oh, I'm going to be in there with her. Okay, so we can't put this on Steve. Like, we can't make I it know. sound like he's not showing up to his. But part still, of I just want. I just wanted to get millions of messages. <laughs> he probably won't even listen to this episode. I don't know if he listens or not. <laughs> so it'd be really funny if he just starts getting messages, not knowing that we're talking about this. We should. We should. What's the secret word? Know me. Know me. What do you want him to use the secret word yeah, for? To send Steve the message of a secret message. Just DM him the word gnome. That's weird, Matt. Then he'll get it. Okay. Can we go back to talking about the gnomes now? Sure. <laughs> okay. 
The gnomes we sell for a week, once a year. One single week. And the reason we limit it is because I still make them all by hand. <laughs> so I And actually, she loves it. I do I actually love it. Yeah. And I have an employee this year. Whoa. Penny is helping me make the gnomies. In fact, she designed most of them because we have a new there's some options this year. Ooh. Last year there was just one little gnomie because I couldn't handle the pressure. How do we find out what the options are? You go to theboldlogic.com forward slash Gnome. G-N-O-M-E. Yeah. Boom. I decide to keep it just gnome because that's easier to figure out how to spell rather than gnomies because gnomies is a made up word. Oh. <laughs> but this tradition started with Steve's family and then Steve and I took the gnome tradition into our relationship and then I shared it with my whole extended family. And the thing I love is I gave them all, at that time we called them little dudes, I gave them all a little gnome and... They talked about it for years and some of them still have it. That was like 15 plus years ago, even more than that, actually. Yeah. And we're so, really bad at math. Here. <laughs> and so I love that this has been something, it's a gift that has kept on giving. And this is what we have done instead of Elf on the Shelf, as Matt and I started our family. It was a way to stay connected. But, I just couldn't, but- <laughs> I couldn't swallow having to do Elf on the Shelf. We didn't have the emotional capacity to add that. Who does? Lots of people do, and they love it, and that's fine. It's not okay. Matt. (laughs) Elf on the Shelf, boo. Stop it. (laughs) So this is, ooh, and this year, we're offering an Elf breakup kit. If you are feeling like Matt with Elf on the Shelf, there is an Elf breakup kit that you can get to go along with your Nomi so that you can break up with the elf. We have it taken care of for you. And then you can start just, this new tradition. We're just going to send everybody a stick of dynamite. <laughs> stick of dynamite yeah. to blow up the elf. Yes. Matt oh. obviously has strong feelings about the elf. They're just so... Yeah. I think it's fun. But Shh. also, it's a lot of work. And again, you and I did not have the emotional... Fun for who? Everybody. I don't think so. Matt... This isn't your forte. Stop okay. Stop this. <laughs> stop projecting your own feelings onto other people's fun. Okay, fine. I'm he done. just like sat really far back from his microphone. <laughs> I'm done talking about this. <laughs> it's okay if you had fun doing the elf. We see why people love doing the elf. For us, we did not have... I don't understand it. ...the emotional capacity to add that on to our stress level. And so we decided to incorporate... The Nomi. And all you do is you take this little clay dude and you set him somewhere in your house. A little Nomi. A little Nomi. And you are going to set him somewhere that somebody's going to find him. He's not like hidden. He's somewhere somebody's going to find him. And then when they find him, they quietly move him to a new place. And it creates like this little fun game and connection to each other. Like I loved, I remember I found it one day in a spot that was specifically for me. And then I found out that like Matt's son had hid it there and it made me feel so special that he had put it in a spot that he knew was for me. And so you just have these little moments of feeling seen and thought of throughout the month of December. And it's actually a game you can play all year round. And we have a new holiday set. Those are actually very limited in supply because it's a whole set of gnomies that you can pick up. So you can get ones that for are for all different holidays throughout the year. Because we've had requests for that. So we are going for it this year, Matt. Okay. 
You've seen it upstairs on the kitchen table. Well, now you can see it if you go to theboldlogic.com forward slash gnome. Yes. And right now you can get on the wait list so you can be the first to claim the gnomies. Um, because again, there are a limited number because I make them by hand. <laughs> and I only have a limited capacity to do that. So there you go. We hope you will join us in this family tradition. Also, these make the perfect gifts to give to people because they're little and they're affordable and they feel super personable. Like it feels personal it's when you give handmade. this to somebody. Yeah. And it can be for any size of family, any age kids, super fun. Although, you know, two-year-olds maybe might not be the best with a Nomi. Just putting that out there. <laughs> That's cringing because yeah. they are little guys. So maybe three and up. What did you just do, Matt? Nothing. <laughs> Matt's trying to quietly fart while we're recording. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, we talked about pooping our pants. We can talk about farting. Somebody messaged me about the pooping the pants episode the other day, and it was super funny. <laughs> That's random. They were confessing about their own pooping their pants <laughs> stories. <laughs> I, I love how all of these episodes still keep giving. It's a gift that keeps on giving. All right. Okay. Speaking of a gift that keeps on giving, I hope that this podcast, when we're older and our kids listen to it, like as they're adults, that they're like, oh... I don't know. They just learned some things from their parents that they wouldn't have known anyways. Or, or Hopefully we've already taught them all of this. Yeah, hopefully we've taught them. <laughs> but like our grandkids. If Which, we have grandkids. Speaking of, we should probably share the story of Parenting 101 this last week. I don't know if you should share that yet. Okay. <laughs> I think that's still too fresh. Could be. That's when we'll write it down and share it later. Okay. I thought about sharing it, then I thought, you know what? It's probably not appropriate yet. Maybe. <laughs> we are going to be talking today about growing up because it is on Matt's mind. Matt, why is it on your mind? I just turned 40. Yeah, he just turned 40. Steve turned 40 earlier this year. I yeah. wish Steve was here to talk about turning 40. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about aging, Matt? My thoughts about aging, I think age is funny to me. Okay. Why is that? Because I don't know how prominent in other, like, I don't know, in other social atmospheres other than the United States. And I don't know that, that we make it such a big deal about these certain ages. For example, like, I don't know if like tribes in Africa, like make a big deal about how old somebody is getting. I think it's a big deal in a different way. So I feel like what you're saying is in the States, it's a negative thing to age. Yeah. We view it as, oh, we're getting more wrinkles. Our bodies are not the same as they were. And we're trying to keep them young and youthful and all of these things. Whereas I think sometimes in other cultures, and I don't know this, this is just coming off of what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's revered or like, you know, people look up to them as people who wisdom. have truth and yeah. knowledge and wisdom where we view it as a negative thing. Yeah. On some of, level. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Anyways, so I've been reading this book called Relentless. And the author basically says this in the book. He says, if you think old, you will get old. Mm. 
And it's like, here in the United States, we always think that we're getting older and older and it's like, it's a bad thing. And then all of a sudden, we're aging at an extreme rate. Or so we tell ourselves. Yeah. But I think if we can flip that and say, you know what? Hey, the new 25 is what? 40? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Welcome to your 25th yeah. year, Matt. Yep. Thank you. Good to be here. Anyways, I think mindset is huge. I do too. And this whole age milestones really rubs me the wrong way. Probably because I just turned 40. <laughs> We were talking about the fact that that is pretty much midlife for many people. Yeah. 40 really is midlife. And I've never thought about it that way because midlife always sounded so old to me. But right. I'm like, I don't, 40's not old. I don't think 50 and 60 are old. Yeah. And then how, why during midlife do we always have to have a crisis? Okay. So I don't think it's that we have one just at midlife. I've been doing some. But why do we call it a crisis? I don't know. Well, it's like a that's faith, a pretty. It's like a faith crisis. I don't like the term faith crisis because that's a I pretty dramatic word. I don't think it's a crisis. I think it's a reinvention or a deeper understanding or a time to get to know yourself again. So uh, that's how I feel about age. They say that every seven years, you become a new, different a new person. And who you are. Yeah. You find new ways to connect to yourself. You find new ways to connect to other people. And I love that idea. I think it's amazing. And also, I think that's why the seven-year itch is a thing in relationships of like at year seven, you've reached this point of like reevaluating who you are. And sometimes that can lead to hard things for a relationship. Hmm. I think I've shared on the podcast that I had somebody come to me the summer before mine and Steve's seventh wedding anniversary. So like six and a half years into our marriage. And they're like, do you think there's something to the seven-year itch? Do you think this is a real thing? I said, I don't know. We're not to seven years. Ask me when we get there. And we were divorced a week after our seven-year anniversary. <laughs> and oh, I was like, I geez. don't know. Maybe there is. Hmm. Maybe there's something to the seven-year itch. Okay. I really struggle with how we as a society view aging from what you're saying as well, Matt, because I don't feel bad that my body's not the same as it was. And I shouldn't say this. I had a moment the other day. I told you about this, Matt. Yeah. I was trying on swimsuits at Target with Penny because they were all on clearance and she was in the other dressing room and I saw my back in the mirror, like my full back with, I mean, I had a swimsuit on whatever, but. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this does not look how it used to. And I don't know, I guess I see the front of me more often, so it didn't seem as drastic as a change. I don't think I've ever seen the back of me. <laughs> it looks good. You, oh, you're still keeping it tight, babe. <laughs> I think your definition of tight is a little loose. <laughs> But I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks different. And I wanted to be negative about it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be negative. But my other thought right after that was poor Matt. Like I felt bad and not because of anything you've ever said or done about my body. <laughs> like I feel nothing but that you love my body. But I had that thought and I thought this is what we're programmed to believe is that our body is supposed to look good for somebody else instead of looking and feeling good for ourselves. 
We're right. looking and feeling how it was created to function and to be. And so I let that go pretty quickly. But it did get me thinking about it a lot of that's the first time that I've really felt like, oh, my body is definitely aging. Yeah. And I like like my face aging. Like I like the wrinkles. I like all of that. I'm not one that I want to embrace that. I'm not going to put stuff in my body to get rid of it looking like it's aging. I want I want my daughters to be okay with aging. Are you talking about Botox? I'm not going to do Botox. Okay. No boob lifts, no I, skin tightening, no. My my friend on Instagram posted a picture of, it was a meme uh-huh. that basically said 19th century artist rendition of, you know, a statue of a naked woman. Uh-huh. And it was a naked woman, right? And then he said 2022 rendition of the same thing. And it had these gigantic boobs, gigantic lips, gigantic eyebrows, gig- like... Everything was just gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, it looked deformed. Yeah. But whatever. If, if that's something you want to do, that's fine. Yeah. Not everybody that choice. does that stuff looks weird. That's not what we're saying. But it can get to an extreme. Yeah. And also, again, like I have no issues with people doing whatever they want and whatever feels right for them. But I think there's a lot of pressure on especially women to show up looking a certain way of... I need to do this so I look younger. I need to do this so that I'm still of worth and of value. And I just want to avoid feeling that way. And that's how I do it, is by not doing things to my body that are fake. I even struggle sometimes with makeup, but I can't give that one up. Okay. I'm not willing to give that one up is what I should say. And then then I just said should. I have all sorts of feelings about that, as you know. I would love to hear some of your guys' insights, though, onto what you feel about aging. The other thing that is interesting is so Matt shares a birthday with our neighbor who is a hundred. He turned 104. <laughs> so Matt the turned. Same day. Matt turned 40, and our neighbor turned 104 on the same day. Yeah. And Matt had an epiphany that night. He's like, he was 64 years old when I was born. That's crazy. Like that's how it's crazy. That's how old our parents are. Yeah. Yeah. And he's lived another 64 years. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Another 40 years. (laughs) And it's amazing. And I look at him and I'm like, this man, like nobody. No, your initial thoughts are these. Oh my gosh, that's so long. That is my initial thought. That's way too long. That is so long. But when I think of him as a person, not just the number of years. I'm just like, like inspired by him and think this man is amazing. And it does not diminish his worth in my sight. But we diminish our own worth as we think about aging. Like as we get older, we think, oh, I'm of less worth for some reason. But yet we look up to people who are living lives and who have lived a full long yeah. life. It's just an interesting dynamic to think about. I was just trying to think what age parameters is the gray area where we think <laughs> like <laughs> as in our society of, oh, they're getting old, like put them in a home kind of thing or, oh, they've hit the wisdom status. Yeah. Well, I think it's different for everybody depending on what health issues come with age and what capacity you have at those points. Yeah. This guy's still living by himself on his own 
he was driving up until probably six months ago. Yeah. So, I mean. And he, and he wasn't using a cane until about six months ago. Yeah. He remembers everything. everything. <laughs> but even people who are diminished in their capacities at an older age, I still don't think of them as being less than in any way. Right. I mean, it's heartbreaking to watch. But it still doesn't diminish, again, their worth or value or the fact that we love them deeply. Yeah. I mean, I watched my great-grandma who was in a home and my mom and my aunt took care of her. And it was still, there was still great reverence for this woman. Right. As we watched her age and were able to serve her. I always had a hard time going to see her. Now, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that we don't age. Because we do age. Oh, no, we're aging. But. What I don't understand is these, the numbers of the age. Yeah. Like why Like does... why we let it have so much significance. Yeah. 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 I don't either. And honestly, I just feel like my life just keeps getting better the older I get. Okay. Like I enjoy my life more every year. And this was true. I always said like... The year, like when I turned 27, that was one of my favorite years. And I got divorced. But there was still a different understanding and a different level of appreciation for my life. I don't know. In my 30s, I love my 30s. And those were really hard years too. It's because they're the new teens. They're the new teens? Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean I still get to act like a teenager for another two years? No. Nope. No? No. You're past that. Okay, the other thing that I think is interesting right now is like this whole embracing of our inner child and healing our inner child, and which I think is a big deal. I think that there are many of us who need to heal our past wounds so that we can embrace our life now. I think that's a real thing. And as Matt and I were on vacation the week before his birthday, we went to the Oregon coast, (laughs) which is why there was no podcast episode last week because we didn't record. Watching Matt and I on this vacation, I realized Matt and I still both embrace our inner child. What do you mean by that? Oh, my gosh. Matt, (laughs) every time we are on vacation and in a pool where we are staying, he has to come up with some weird challenge that he has to do. Like one time. It's always a game. He had to try to get water, like to splash the water high enough. It hit the ceiling. It was a really high ceiling, too, at that place. And then, like, other times is that he has to hit the lifeguard, (laughs) like, cannonball in and spray the lifeguard or somebody sitting by the pool. Like, just stuff like this every time. Even when we went to Florida. Yeah. You're trying to hose the lifeguard. No, in in the water slides, I was trying to see how far I could get. Yeah. Off of the slide. Yeah. And this is because. I scared the crap out of the uh, lifeguard. Yeah. She thought you were going to hit the edge of the pool. And she's like, that's the first time (laughs) I've ever seen that. (laughs) (laughs) it's like cool but there is is something to embracing just acting like a kid like doing those things that brought you joy when you were a little kid that is something a little kid would enjoy and we watched that you were teaching little kids i was showing little kids how to do this (laughs) we say little like 10 to 13 year olds (laughs) much younger than me And it's like I walk around doing weird things all the time. Like when we're just walking, I'll start skipping or I'll start like, I don't know. I just do weird stuff. And I was like, this is part of me still embracing that 
little kid who just doesn't care if anybody's watching him do weird things. Yeah. That's part of my inner child coming out. And so I think that the more we can embrace some of those things too, it keeps you feeling a little younger. Yeah. That just reminded me of when we were in Florida and we were listening to the keynote speaker, Marcus Mm -hmm. Limonis, and he was wearing something extremely ridiculous. He looked like a kid. He looked like a, (laughs) he looked like a teenage kid who just woke up, got out of bed and didn't care what his hair looked like or anything. Right. But, his point of doing that was to make people feel comfortable mm-hmm. with who they are mm-hmm. so that they would feel comfortable with him and confide in him with anything like, cause it was relatable. Yeah. Anyways. And I think those moments when other people seen like Matt at the water park being silly and like trying to yeah. go as far as he can and whatever, it brings out that in other people and they find joy in it. And I mean, there were like three other dads that ended up trying to do the same thing. They're all up there trying to do this and the lifeguard's just laughing at them all. And it really did create, and then there's like four of us sitting there watching them and just busting up (laughs) partially because they kept racking their themselves as they came off of the water slide. (laughs) Not not me. I knew exactly what I needed to do. Keep your legs crossed. (laughs) But anyway, It spreads joy when you embrace who you are, for sure. And embracing our age at any age. And like our neighbor that's 104, like he's cracks jokes all the time about how old he is and about like just funny stuff that you don't expect him to acknowledge or talk about. And it makes it okay to be like, oh, yeah. Yes, you're getting old. (laughs) And to laugh with him about it and to embrace those moments. That's why I really think he would enjoy a slingshot. Matt really wants to get him a slingshot and a golf cart. Yeah. (laughs) One of those is a little pricier than the other. We'll start with a slingshot. Start with a slingshot. (laughs) Matt thinks he would enjoy sitting in the backyard shooting squirrels with his slingshot. Just like I do. We, we have the same birthday. Are you going to go sit down there with him? And <laughs> yes. That would be so awesome. <laughs> you and my dad and and our neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Just hang out down there shooting squirrels. <laughs> That'd be great. Drinking root beer. I don't think he would drink it. <laughs> I gave him a Coke one year for his birthday. Yeah. He never touched it. How do you know that? Because he t- he told me that. That's funny. He has a very strict diet that he goes off of. He eats the same thing over and over again. Is it diet? It's just his lifestyle. It's just his lifestyle. Yeah. He's extremely healthy. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. He's 104. Cool. So I think what we are getting at here is embrace your age. Is that what you're wanting, Matt? What are you thinking? Well, I think when we say the word age, we then put a number. Like just embrace like... Youth, oldness, whatever it is. It's okay for there to be a number, though. Is it? I don't like numbers. Matt, it's like significant. It's how many years (laughs) you've been alive. (laughs) Sure. There's significance in that. Maybe I I feel like we should put like stages (laughs) to life instead of ages. It needs to be stages. So what stage are you in? I'm in uh, mid I'm mid right now. He's <laughs> <It's> mid. <laughs> How many years will you be in your mid stage? Don't even know. Just as long as you want to stay here. Yeah. And maybe maybe next year I'll f- feel like more young 
and then I'll be like pre-mid. Pre-mid? I feel like I'm pre-mid now. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody please come ask Matt randomly how old he is. <laughs> if you ever see us and we don't know you, please come up and just ask Matt how old he and is. And I'll just say I'm mid. <laughs> Which that has a totally different meaning now from with teenagers. <laughs> oh, gosh. If something is mid right now, it's like not cool. So you're not cool. Yeah. I think you're pretty cool, baby. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Let's, I would, again, our whole point is we want to create conversations. So let us know how you feel about aging. Let us know how you feel about all the things. If you're pissed at us right now, come tell us. Yeah. If you're mid, message me. If you're mid, message me. He wants to connect. He's starting a mid support group. <laughs> <laughs> He's open to that if anybody yeah. needs it. But maybe next year I'll be pre-mid. Pre-mid. Maybe you'll be post-mid. No, I don't think so. That's not coming for a real long time. A real long time. Maybe. Awesome. I'm like 13, so I don't know what you want to call that. Is that just teens? No. No. Because there's no numbers. Okay. It's just <laughs> adolescent. Adolescent. I'm yeah. still an adolescent. You're premature. I'm premature. <laughs> <laughs> there are people who would say that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite mature yet, but she's pre. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and we will be back next week. I think Steve's going to be here next week. He is. Yeah. Why? Because he's going to get so many messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go send Steve a message <laughs> on Instagram or. Here's his phone number. Five, five, five. Should we hand out his phone number, his email address? Send him a card. <laughs> yes. Five, 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 five. <laughs> niner 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 yeah. <laughs> all right have a great week y'all okay my friend don't forget to go get on the wait list for your little nomi so you can be rolling with your nomi what if i want to be chilling with my nomi chilling with your nomi because right now i'm tired <laughs> i just want to be chilling home is what is what is the saying that we came up with home sweet home Gnome, sweet gnome. <laughs> gnome is where the heart is. Sometimes. No, there's something with Christmas or the holidays. No, I can't remember it. Oh. Go to the website. It'll be there. It's in the show notes, or you can go to doubledlogic.com forward slash gnome. Matt looks like he's going to say something, but he didn't. <laughs> Are your lips sealed now, babe? Yes. Also, please leave us a rating and a review or share this podcast episode with somebody who you think might appreciate it and enjoy it. We always love to hear from you and appreciate your shares. Take care. Have a great week.